Welcome to HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Dr. John Halamka, CIO at Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center, an organization that recently began a partnership with Athena Health. In this interview, Dr. Halamka speaks about why he believes this collaboration is structured for success, how he hopes it will help influence others and transform the industry, and why everyone should be using a cloud-based approach. Hi, Dr. Halamka. Thanks so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Happy to do so. So uh, it's not really a mystery as to what I wanted to talk to you about. Um, you know, the, uh, the big announcement we just had about Athena Health purchasing Beth Israel's web OMR platform. Um, so this was, you know, this is a, this is a big, big news. So I wanted to, to start by, you know, if you could just kind of go over some of, some of the, the biggest parts of the deal, you know, what's most important from your perspective. Well, absolutely. So four months ago, Athena approached me and said, Athena, a cloud-hosted services provider, would like to expand its product line. And their choice was to build or buy. And that if they could find the right collaborator, they might be able to get to market more rapidly because there would be great domain knowledge in that collaborator. WebOMR has been developed by a team of 25 folks at Beth Israel Deaconess it's a certified inpatient and outpatient record, both stage one and stage two. And we have had doctors building software for doctors, nurses for nurses, pharmacists for pharmacists, with rapid cycle improvement so that you write software, you put it in the hands of the users, you discover what works or what doesn't, then you revise rapidly. So hundreds and hundreds of person years of workflow and algorithms are built into the application and a lot of usability. So that is, if a doctor is creating software for a doctor, chances are you're going to have a minimum number of clicks and screens that are uncrowded and navigation that's pretty clear. And in fact, we don't have a training manual. And typically, we'll sign a doctor up in the morning and have them in production by the afternoon. That's okay. sort of the nature of this cloud-hosted web-based software. So the, the nature said we are going to license your intellectual property, which includes the code, the know-how, the algorithms, the business logic, the user interface. But we'd also like help understanding the code, so they want five of my top people one day a week for the next two years to help them understand the code. And then, in the spirit of rapid cycle improvement, they want a place to alpha test whatever new features and products they develop. Mm -hmm. And the idea would be that in a community hospital setting, 29-bed inpatient ward, at Ben Israel Deaconess Needham, we will test in production the new software that Athena creates based on our intellectual property. And then it will be, I'm sure, rapidly revised and enhanced before releasing it to the marketplace. So a nice combination of rapid acceleration of their product line, seeing our efforts now spread more widely across the country. I mean, we are an academic medical center, so that's one of our missions is spreading the learning, and then making sure that we test with real clinicians in a real environment and improve before it is sold as a product. And we have no specific uh, requirements to use Athena products. We certainly hope that the Athena products are good enough and that we may use them in our settings. But uh, as I posted in my blog, over the next couple of years, as everyone we hope migrates to software as a service, thin client, web, and mobile, that the best man, the best company will win. 
and we will go with the best quality at the lowest price. Okay. So I, I don't imagine this is it's the first time uh, Beth Israel was ever approached. So um, what, what was it about this, this particular situation that, uh, that seemed like a good fit? Sure. So Beth Israel, since 1998, yes, I've been there almost 20 years, <laughs> has been a web-centric kind of place a cloud-hosted kind of place, so private cloud. And we didn't even call it a cloud at the beginning. We called it you know, multi-tenancy remote hosting. <laughs> um, and so our DNA, one of innovation and impatience, but with this cloud and mobile kind of focus, is very much aligned with Athena's approach. So it seemed like you had two organizations with common goals and common philosophy so uh, the collaboration would be successful. And I think this collaboration is somewhat different than other collaborations that have been done with academic medical centers in the past. Sometimes in the past there's been the idea of co-development or we'll take code that was developed for one place and then host it and make it available to other places. In this case, it's really the know-how that is being uh, redeveloped in Athena's own platform and then made available as a service. So. The fact that they're taking our know-how and then they're making it available on their own platform, I think it's likely to succeed. Right. And then as far as just, uh, you know, the, the use of, of web OMR at Beth Israel, um, how can you ensure that, you know, that it won't be affected? I'm sure that that's something that, that a concern that's probably been raised. Right. So we have a 20-year life back to the technology. And so that means we can keep running what we're running, keep innovating as we're innovating for 20 years. Or if a cloud-hosted service that's good enough comes available in the market, we can move in. It's, it's truly our choice. So there's no forced march to do anything for 20 years. Right. Now, having this in-house, homegrown system for, for so long, um, just uh, wanted to get some of your thoughts on that. I mean, obviously – one of the, the biggest advantages, like you said, is that rapid cycle improvement. And so um, is this, this is something where this has just been the strategy and it, it's never really been thought of, I guess, to, uh, to go with something else? We want to be agile. We want to be able to innovate. So when Google comes up with Google Glass, we'll be you know, the first site in America to use it in healthcare. Or when Apple comes up with HealthKit, will be one of the first sites to measure patient telemetry through health kits. The advantages of being able to control the platform are that there's no waiting, there's no barriers to innovation or adaption. And so what we hope is even if in the future that we move to a commercial cloud offering, that that will be a modular, flexible platform so that the innovation that we do today would continue. This Argonaut initiative that um, a number of folks have been involved in of creating these new interoperability standards around FHIR, the FAST Healthcare Inter Interoperability Resources, FHIR, are really also focused on making sure that in the future we'll have an app store for health and that you can mix and match various types of functions and what you sort of hope is that is today we'll continue to self-develop, and tomorrow if we buy services from others, that's okay, and we can mix and match them as we please. That's, that's the direction. Are, are you surprised that, that more, almost like every organization, is, isn't using cloud-based products at this point? 
Well, in Boston, I have an interesting challenge. There is this belief that mergers and acquisitions are good, that healthcare gets better by getting bigger. So as a CIO, I'm told, oh, we're buying a new hospital. And, uh, you know, in six weeks, can you have that IT running for them? Or we just bought a two-doctor practice, and tomorrow they need a new EHR. And if you have a traditional model of buying servers and licenses and implementation, you can't be agile enough to deliver healthcare IT in weeks. It takes months or years. And so at least, I, at least what I am being handed as supply and demand in Boston really necessitates a cloud-based approach. Yeah. And uh, just as far as, um, you know, th this particular deal and the emphasis on, on sharing knowledge, and is this something where you, you're kind of hoping that, uh, you know, it, it almost like sets an example or just encourages that more because it is something that, you know, everybody's hoping to see more of in the industry? Well, and that's the hope is that we'll see this as an exemplar of, taking sophisticated functionality and making it available as a subscription service and that others will say, hey, you know, if it's good enough for Beth Israel Deaconess, a Harvard-affiliated teaching hospital, <laughs> could be good enough for me. And just, you know, we get no royalties. None of our fate is influenced by whether Athena succeeds or fails. So I'm not trying to sell you anything here. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly as you say. It's more the academic pursuit of, I believe the cloud and mobile. I believe the idea of having a subscription-based service you can turn off and on is good. And I hope it succeeds using the intellectual property of Beth Israel Dickens. Yeah. And then just finally, I just wanted to talk about, um, and maybe this is something that speaks also to the culture of, of being an academic, but just having that, that, that willingness to, to challenge the status quo. I mean, how, how critical is that right now in this industry? So I'm a very strong believer in social networking concepts and the fact that 80% of all the Beth Israel Deaconess website hits are from mobile devices tells you the patients have already moved to mobile and the doctors all have iPads. So mobile, that's where we've got to be. Yes. <laughs> and analytics and unique visualizations to drive quality and reduce costs. We all know that's where CMS wants us to be. And the idea of getting out of the infrastructure business and turning on and off services in an agile way seems what Google, Facebook, Amazon, and Apple have done worked for every other industry. Right. <laughs> so adopting those technologies, that stack, seems something like healthcare should be moving a little faster. And right. uh, if in any way we can help motivate that transition, we're, we're honored to be a part of it. All right. Well, I, I, don't, I think that uh, that's all I have for now, um, but thank you so much for the information, for taking the time, and uh, best of luck. This is very exciting. Well, and you should know that I get no personal benefit from this of any kind, so Anthony knows, you know, I try to be Geneva here and try to make sure that I'm a convener, and uh, I don't want anyone to believe, oh, gee, you know, I, I now have sold my soul, or I am now tied to the future of a commercial product. I a very independent transaction. And uh, no one person or department gets any benefit. Right. Hopefully the public <laughs> will benefit. Exactly. You got it. All right. Well, and, and thanks, as always, for taking the time to speak with us. Uh, we appreciate it. Great. Well, you have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes 
at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.